Hey guys, before we get to the episode, mm-hmm. we wanted to talk to you about Shaker and Spoon. Yeah, you've heard it before. You're going to hear it again, and you're, you're going to hear it right now, actually. <laughs> uh, Shaker and Spoon is a really, really cool monthly subscription service that focuses on craft cocktails. And you know that is something you're going to need in your life as you head into the final season of Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Much, much more alcohol than we're probably (laughs) consuming. (laughs) Every month they have a themed crate based around a spirit of their choice or a flavor or something to that effect. Past boxes have included things like Japanese shochu and Canadian Mm -hmm. rye. Yeah. The upcoming box is the New Frontiers, which honestly yeah. feels really on theme for Supernatural. Right? Both because we don't know what's coming next, but also because, <laughs> like, the boys like to, you know, wander around, not in the frontier land, I guess, but, like... Very Americana. Yeah, very Americana. And to get that one, you just have to sign up by March 1st. Yep, so what you'll do is you'll go to shakerandspoon.com slash extraneous. That slash extraneous is so important, guys. You have to include it or your computer will scream at you. But you include that if you sign up before March 1st, you'll get the new Frontiers box, which is focused around uh, rye, whiskey, and scotch and sort of like the classic flavors and the classic types of cocktails that everybody's been drinking, you know, whiskey with forever, but like fused into like new modern flavors, which is a lot of buzzwords, but it, all, it sounds so delicious. It does sound really tasty. Yeah. And like the box you get is full of like natural ingredients and like stuff that you would never think to buy for yourself, but just was like amplify the cocktail that you're having. So check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Remember that shaker and spoon, A-N-D spoon.com slash extraneous. Welcome to another episode of Extraneous. Supernatural edition. Guys, welcome to Halatus. Part two. Part two, but part last. The last Halatus ever. Ever, ever, ever. I'm simultaneously really sad, but also like kind of glad because I'm done with the Halatuses. I just want to watch this show. Side note, I was talking to my roommate about the Halatus, honestly, because she's woefully behind on Supernatural. Mm. And I was like, you've got a couple of weeks to catch up. And I said Halatus, and she did not understand what I was saying. <gasps> what? I know. I was like, you've been watching the show for how long? You've been on the internet for what? And, <laughs> and she's never heard the word Halatus? Apparently. Wild. Wild. <laughs> So this episode, we're doing um, another filler, but really it's not filler. It's just really great content that happens to not be an after show. Yes, we <laughs> are coming up with our own content, adding our spin to Supernatural. So today we're going to do another What If episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did one during the last Halitas, uh, the What If John and Mary were switched and Mary Winchester wasn't the one that died, it was John mm-hmm. who died and how that would affect the show going forward and what kind of things that would change about the characters and the plots and all of those pieces. So if that is something that interests you, you should go back and listen to that episode as well. Mm-hmm. It was honestly a lot of fun. And we've seen like people have given us a lot of feedback on like what they think might happen, um, which is still fun to like keep playing with people and keep playing with like this weird idea. <laughs> and so today we are going to talk about what if Dean died in faith. Which, at, at first blush, you're like, I don't know, would the show just stop? So, as a high-level Faith, if you wanted to go back and watch it, but I feel like everybody knows Faith, it is one of those classic yes. Touchstone Supernatural episodes. Season 1. Episode 12. Episode 12. Really early on, it is the first time that the boys have a real brush with death, personally. Our first glance at the Reapers, and it is the first time that we get to see the 
patented Winchester survivor's guilt <laughs> really out in full force. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's a really important episode thematically and also like plot-wise and story-wise. So so in Faith, Dean is electrocuted and is slowly dying, but mm-hmm. like very quickly, slowly. Yeah. And they go to see a Faith healer who is able to like cure him yeah. of this disease that will ultimately lead to his death. I think we're led to believe that he's going to die like within the episode if they don't do something. Yeah, if I mean the episode taking place over a couple of days, yes. presumably, but like because they're in the hospital and the doctors are like, "There's really nothing we can do." And Dean's like, "I'm not dying in a fucking hospital. I'd rather die in a motel." Apparently, <laughs> so so Sam spends the time looking for folks, and he finally gets wind of this faith healer. Yeah, and also spends the episode calling John mm-hmm. and being like. Where are you? Dean's dying. Dean is literally dying. Where are you? And John does not pick up, which I think is important to keep in mind for. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it's interesting because Faith for me is like the start of the Winchester's resurrection, even though he doesn't like actually die, but it's the like narrow, unlikely, impossible escape of death Mm -hmm. that is carried on throughout the rest of Supernatural. Seeing what happens when like they don't start off that way is also just really interesting to this. Mm-hmm. So let's just dive in. So if Dean dies, maybe they make it to the faith. They don't find the faith healer. No. Or or, or maybe Reapers. they or or maybe they make it to the faith healer and and the reaper. Or maybe this isn't ha- maybe another hunter has taken out this Honestly, faith healer. Honestly, actually, I imagine that they make it to the faith healer but they discover that a reaper is involved before Dean is saved. Oh, yeah. And so they go on the hunt to stop the reaper and the entire time, this is, honestly, that is a narrative that I feel like comes up over and over again in Supernatural. In that episode as well, Dean is not okay with the fact that somebody else died in his stead. Exactly. And so when they discover that, Dean, like, won't Mm -mm. go through with it, won't save himself, and they, you know take out the reaper and it's a very like sacrificial death mm-hmm. because like that's right like that's supernatural oh what yeah <laughs> yep um and so then we have sam kind of alone and probably feeling at fault i think that so okay does sam continue following dad's orders in a world in which dad didn't bother to pick up the phone we're still in season one sam is still very much trying to figure out what What's up with Jessica? And yeah. like trying to... Catching yellow eyes still matters. Catching yellow eyes still matters. I think that there are two ways that this could go. One is like total off the grid black hole Sam. And the other is like vengeance, you know, going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like have to single-mindedly go after evil Sam, yeah. which we've seen both of. <laughs> right? Like, it's it's what happens in changing, not changing channels, it's what happens in um, Mystery Spot. Mm-hmm. In the, the loop in which Dean stays dead, Sam goes whole vengeance and kind of, like, monstrous in his own right. But this is a Sam who's a little younger and a little greener still, too. Yeah, but, like, when Dean's killed and goes to hell, Sam goes off the reservation a little bit. A little bit, but, like, that's also, again, that's still later. Yes. Maybe this Sam wants to be all vengeance, but he doesn't have all the stuff. Like, he has not been through his own resurrection yet. Like, dad's not gone. hmm Like, maybe this takes the place of John's death at the end of season yes. one or beginning of season two. Yes. In terms of, like, motivating factors to, like, 
100%. Slowly peel away Sam's innocence. Yes. So I think that the the vengeance monster mm-hmm. is always in Sam. Yeah. And so I think that maybe he becomes single-mindedly focused on, like, finding their dad. If John doesn't answer, if John is absent, if Sam is all alone, then, like, I think he's going to be looking for answers and he's going to be looking for just, like, something that can be next. Mm -hmm. They don't have a lot of information about Yellow Eyes. Like, I think that he is going to try and hunt down John to Mm. get more details. Is there a permutation of this where Dean actually dying pulls John out? This isn't John, like, assuming that the boys will figure out they can call Pastor Jim and find a faith healer and da-da-da, whatever. This is Dean's actually dead. And so John comes off of his mission to go get Sam so they continue together? Or would they still have that big rift between them? I mean, that big rift between them will still exist. But, like, do we maybe try to put that aside for the two of them to hunt together? Does that change that? I don't feel like while he is alive, John Winchester ever really chooses to be with the boys. He's such a, I, poof, I like that came out of your mouth and I believe what you're saying. And I'm just like, this fucking guy. But do you know what I mean? I do. Because like every time he is back in the picture at the end of season one, it's sort of out of some sort of like accidental, mm-hmm. right? Like they bump into each other in Chicago kind of when Meg's there. Mm -hmm. Like they, it is not an active choice of like, I realize I need to be there for my sons Mm -hmm. or it would benefit, even even when it would benefit his cause to bring them in, Mm -hmm. he, it's not that he's saying, oh, this would be better for me to go be with them. Mm -hmm. It is always out of some sort of either accident twist of fate or like maybe he needs something from them like one thing John Lynch is a very bad dad yeah yeah (laughs) and so I have trouble seeing a situation where John because Dean is dead chooses to be present Mm -hmm. I think that it's going to have to be something else making him be present Mm -hmm. so let's continue forward a little bit Towards the end of season one. Does Sam shoot John Winchester? I actually, when we started talking about doing this what Mm -hmm. if, I literally watched the end of Devil's Trap because I was like, there's a lot that happens in that episode. Right. And And how much of it is Dean and how, yeah. Yeah, like how much of it is Dean, like where, like what happens if there's not that additional person there? Mm -hmm. A lot of it is like a triangulation of these three characters. Right. I also... Yellow Eyes, I think, is more willing to torture Dean than he would have been to torture Sam. That's a good point. Right? Yeah. There's a lot There's a lot of really interesting stuff, at, honestly, in like the last 10 minutes of Devil's Trap, that you're like, okay, how would this work differently if it's just John and Sam? Mm-hmm. Would it be just John and Sam? Do we bring somebody else in? Do they pull, bring somebody else in? Mm-hmm. Thinking about it now, like actually thinking about it, Dean is so important to keeping both Sam and John alive at the end of this season because both of them are just willing to throw themselves on top of all of the swords. Mm -hmm. And without Dean, I don't think we continue on. So without Dean, 
you have to find another person to balance or like somebody, maybe it's Bobby, maybe it's, maybe Pastor Jim has a bigger role. Like (laughs) somebody is coming up to, maybe it's Missouri. Yeah. Explaining to them, Dean, who did not want to save his own life if it caused the death of another, would never Mm -hmm. be okay with the way that you two are doing this. He does not want you throwing away your lives for him Mm -hmm. or for on this like useless, like I think you need somebody to remind the element of Dean still needs to be there, whether it's a reminder of what he would do or or a reminder from somebody else who loved him. Like, somebody else needs to bring them back into this idea of not just vengeance for a dead person, but, like, acting responsibly in the memory of this person. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Dean becomes a ghost. Not, like, becomes a literal ghost, but becomes, like... Yeah, like, <laughs> the, way I mean, that, the way that it's supernatural, people. so, like, maybe. <laughs> but Dean becomes a specter over yes. the relationship between John and Sam in season one, mm-hmm. but also just the rest of Supernatural, however long it makes it with only... <laughs> right? Because, like, then there's only one protagonist, and, like, I, I think it's probably, like, a five-season yeah. arc at that point. Mm-hmm. So let's say we get out of season one, and we get to In My Time of Dying... So here's the or thing. Or do we think we don't get there? The reason Dean dies in In My Time of Dying is because he's tortured by yellow eyes. And so he's already pretty fucked up when they when get, they get hit, the car When they get yeah. in the car crash. I think, no, like, I think, I don't know what the car crash is. I don't know what that sequence looks like. But I think they could probably both make it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we get to In My Time of Dying. I think John Winchester dies later down the line without Dean. Which also means we... Don't get like Tessa. Like we, mm-hmm. st- there's a lot that gets I think pushed further down because we also so Dean dying is kind of like a second entry point for Sam as the protagonist of the show into this world of the supernatural. Right? Yeah. Like then we have to reestablish Sam as an individual's hero's journey. Mm-hmm. So like the first half of season two was probably just like yeah. Sam figuring out how to like cope and like honestly we will probably get bobby because bobby becomes like the like white wizard of <laughs> but right like yes, no, you're we're right. going like street hero's journey i mean joe and ellen we're gonna bring them in as well probably yeah. still so like sam gets that found family yep. like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, aspect mm-hmm. of this journey he needs he can't go on it by himself yes. not without dean sam's fellowship of the ring <laughs> but actually yes especially if sam like you, I don't think you can have Sam do this hero's journey and also be a special child, right? Mm. Because, but that's the right. But like, oh, that's why he—that's why Sam is the person who goes forward. No, right? But like, that's why somebody else has to be there. He can't do it by himself. You can't be the ring bearer by yourself. You can't be Harry Potter without Ron and Hermione or or Dumbledore or whomever. Like, insert character here. You need that side person. Yes. So Sam can't be a special child and also the only one running this supernatural boat. We need somebody else there. Yeah, I think the show becomes a little bit more ensemble, honestly. Mm -hmm. Which is really interesting. Instead of, like, two lonely boys driving, it's a boy and occasionally his other friends, but, like, picking up more friends and contacts along the way. Like, picking up a bigger... And Sam is a person who makes strong connections anyways. I mean, both boys do, but, like, he's quick, too. Like, I think he makes these connections sooner, and I think they last longer. Mm-hmm. I think he's more willing to ask for help, potentially. Yes. But then we kind of push, keep pushing forward, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Sam's on this hero's journey. I do think that the big battles towards the end of, you know, the 
climax of the five season story arc, the the battle between Michael and Lucifer mm-hmm. is really set up to feature the two brothers. I agree. And so what like how do we work our way around that? So my instinct, and I don't know if this is how this would actually work or this is just the fan fiction that I just decided to write. <laughs> so we we escape season two. Yeah. Sam wins and Yellow Eyes dies and maybe John takes Dean's place to be the the, the person who sacrifices their soul for Sam. Yeah. To bring Sam back. Yes. And yes, like maybe yes. John doesn't bother with a year. John's like, no, take me now. You know what I mean? Rude. But, take the year, John. I mean, but like, let's say, <laughs> so like we get through season three. I don't I know. I think you have to take the year because we need more information about Hellhounds. Yes. I just don't know what season three looks like. Personally, I just want to get past season three to season four. I personally think it would be so interesting if season four does not change. Mm. Season four starts. With Castiel well, raising Dean from hell. That's why I think having John in the Dean position for season three is really interesting. Because then mm. you end season three with Sam's father dying, him feeling like, right, like Dean died in season one, mm-hmm. John dies in season three, Sam feels absolutely alone in this giant, like, struggle, this biblical, yeah. that I guess he doesn't realize he, is biblical yet. It's about to get biblical. <laughs> But, like, he's alone in this giant fight. Yellow Eyes is gone. But, like, maybe Meg is still out there. Maybe Ruby is definitely still out there. If Ruby's still doing Yellow Eyes' bidding post-death to make sure that we're still set up for the title fight, she needs to be close to Sam. Yes. So how do we combat that? How do you make sure that Sam doesn't get pulled completely into darkness? You have to bring back Dean. Yeah. And I, lo- I love it. Honestly. Or maybe not back from hell. Maybe he's, come- he's wrenched from heaven, which is almost worse. Why would Dean go to Why would Dean go to hell if he dies in faith? He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't go to hell. He'd go to heaven. Oh my god! They just have to. They have to shoot his ass back down from heaven, and it's still Castiel. And it's an, I didn't raise you from perdition. I had to bring you from paradise to complete your mission. It's that important. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna cut a lot of that out, but I just stared at Leah, dumbfounded for like. <laughs> I just need to know what you're thinking. I am thinking about how. Much that changes Dean's relationship with Cass, mm-hmm. right? If if the foundation of it isn't like I'm the one who reached down and gripped you, right, and like, I can throw you back in, like that's Cass's whole angry angel shtick. Yeah, if it's like you are happy and in heaven with your mom, and your dad had just joined you, and then I drew like pulled you down. Mm-hmm. Dean wants to be there for Sam, mm-hmm. so it, he's going to honestly. It's it's. A reverse of exactly the struggle Dean is having when he returns from hell, which is Mm -hmm. like, I did all of these bad things and I'm trying to like reconcile that with the person that I am. Mm -hmm. It's the, I could be having all of this like bliss and paradise and positivity or whatever. And I'm trying to reconcile that with being back on earth in this miserable life and not blame Sam for it. It's it's Buffy having to get over her shit. Yeah, it's yeah. Buffy having to get over her shit. Yeah. Is Dean still the person? And I think part of him is who has to be the big brother and like he'll have... Like, yeah, it's, but it's, they're it's, the same age at this point. I Basic. Oh, wow. Right? They'd be closer because I think there's a five-year difference. Yeah, I guess. Maybe like... So they'd be closer, like two years in age... And Sam's much harder now after everything he's done alone. Knows a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, it changes the relationships between literally Dean and everyone. And then, come to find out, 
that not only were you taken from heaven and for a special mission, but your special mission is to kill your brother because you actually are both vessels for Michael and Lucifer. Like, it's still the title fight, but you're coming at it from a completely different angle. Like, how does... Dean has this whole thing with the angels brought me back from hell for this reason. Is that does that come across different if it's came down from heaven? Does that change? I don't I don't know. Actually, my sentences were shitty. I'm like lost in the thoughts. mechanisms yeah. of it all. Does Chuck still reveal himself as a prophet? Yes. Because Chuck still wants to write himself in. Right? right. But like maybe he does it sooner or later? Or at the exact same time. Like that I might not the, I think at the exact same time. God damn it. Chuck shows up and they're like Hey, these are our lives, man. You killed my brother. Like, like, remember initially they were like, what are you, magic or something? Like, everything you write comes true. And it's like, like, Chuck feels like he actually killed Dean. Simultaneously, though, when they when Chuck shows up in the monster at the end of this book, yeah. he has kept writing. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Chuck is God and an asshole and all that. But Chuck the prophet, when we meet him, it's like, no, I kept writing. And this is what came next. It's almost like even though the book stopped being published, potentially, like, Chuck would still know that Dean was still coming back. Yeah. I mean, Chuck, the author, because let's not even talk about God, but Chuck, the author, has thought through all of these characters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he writes Dean dying, but is like, oh, but he's going to come back. Yeah. Right? Like, in the way that you plot out a large story, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I know what twist, you know, this is going to happen down the line. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but, like, that's a, that's a story beat that mm-hmm. I definitely am going to hit. And so I don't think that he feels guilt. I Well, I think that he feels guilt in the same way that he did in general. Yeah. Of like, oh, I didn't think you were real people. I wrote a lot of like mm-hmm. shitty things and sometimes bad writing for you. And I feel guilty in that way. But I don't think that he's going to feel like he killed Dean. No, because Dean was always meant to come back. Because Dean was always meant to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, season four is just a wild ride from this angle. It's a little bit like Mirror Universe where it's slight, just slightly off, but in a way that I think would really frustrate a lot of the things that happen in season four. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's interesting to see, but like how much like big brother power he has over Sam when he hasn't been gone for six months. He's been gone for two plus years. Yeah. And so when he's trying to tell Sam he knows what's better or stay away from that demon or the angels chose me, like Sam's whole shtick is going to be like, I'm so glad you're back, but I have been here doing this and now I know better. Like that that dynamic is no longer there. Yeah. Though I will say that happens a couple of times throughout Supernatural. And I think the trend is for it to be a like, friction point for like five or six episodes mm-hmm. and then for them to fall a little bit back into the brother like older brother younger brother dynamic mm-hmm. so i'm thinking of like honestly like soulless sam i'm thinking yeah. of like though i guess soulless sam has like a lot of other stuff going on um i'm thinking a little bit of like the time when dean's in purgatory and sam's with amelia mm-hmm. because like they're like dean comes back wants things to be the way that they were. Yeah. And Sam's like, no, they can't be. Like, I have progressed as a person in X, Y, or Z way. But then they always 
I feel neat somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And also I think season four, yeah, it happens a lot the same the way that it does. Yeah. Because we're going to have to get a lot, a lot, a lot more from Dean's perspective in order to catch up to how much the audience has had time yeah. to understand things from Sam's perspective. Yes. I think that season four ends in almost the same exact way. I think you could realistically go through all the way through season five. Let's just play it out. Mm-hmm. Just It just goes. It goes because now Dean is back and they've been through the trauma that was the end of season four and they worked through their stuff and all of that other things. And then you get to Sam jumping in the pit and he's gone. I don't think Dean goes to live with Lisa. No. I think Dean gets to go back to heaven. Does that, however, does he want to go back to heaven? No, no, his no, brothers no, no, in hell? No, 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 no. Why? This is a Dean who hasn't yet sacrificed himself for Sam. This is a Dean that makes a, de- a demon deal, right? Like, this is a Dean. Can you make a demon deal in this scenario? I, mean, like, I don't know. I mean, Dean, and also in the, in I don't know, the real supernatural timeline, Dean does try a little bit to, like, try yeah. and find him. But I think that this is a Dean who then has to do go the not vengeance fully but like goes that single-minded ferocity route because he hasn't done it yet oh my god so he doesn't know that that's not like that doesn't you know but actually what makes so much more sense is that if sam is saying less to lucifer then dean is absolutely saying yes to michael and they are both still jumping in that hole they go together that's how you end supernatural they both go together how does dean let sam say yes and he not he hasn't had, you're right, he hasn't had the opportunity to step up. Even though he's done so six times in our real timeline, but he has not had that opportunity. And there is, unless we pull Adam and we stick Adam with Lucifer. And that's it. That's the end of Supernatural. Can you imagine? I mean, I don't what know. What a depressing ending to a television show. That would be really cool, though. Like, that would be a very mm-hmm. bold ending. Like, this is a completely different show. For all that, like... Season four is exactly the same as season four. This is still at a completely different show. The meaning of it is different. This isn't about... Oh my God, people will be talking about that forever. It's the end of The Sopranos. Like, how dare you end like this? (laughs) Legit, this is the end of Lost. They were in purgatory the whole time? No, they were in hell the whole time. In a world, let's say this is our fantasy pretend five season arc show. What is the legacy of this show? Why do people watch this show if it's not about two brothers, traipsing in the country, defeating monsters? Making demon deals. I think it's still about the same things, mm-hmm. right? It's still about right and wrong, the links we're willing to go for family mm-hmm. and found family. It's still about persevering over, you know, yeah, crazy ass <laughs> obstacles. <laughs> and I think it's a little more of a cult classic. This has a very Twin Peaks yeah attachment to it like it's not the weird david lynchian of it all but like there is i think you're right there is a cult classic especially with a show that would end on such a sour not sour dour note Mm -hmm. potentially there's bigger meaning in it all and we see everybody that they loved moving on and getting to live happy safe lives because there is no apocalypse and whatever but and honestly it's a show that everyone wanted to go longer right it's a show that (laughs) didn't overstay its welcome didn't overstay its welcome Supernatural hasn't overstated its welcome. It I will talk about it forever. I just would like to say it. I'm saying it out loud because everybody else on Twitter seems to think it has overstated its welcome. And they can all F off. <laughs> it, so it becomes that kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Or come with me on this. Everybody listening. I understand it's not the same caliber of show. But it's the way you say, oh, my God, you just have to watch Breaking Bad. It is a complete 
beautifully told story that features the evolution of the primary character and the lengths to which, like, it's all of that. It is a complete set. Also, in this universe, we get a movie. But what would it be? Would it be, who would we follow? I think it would be what happens in heaven and hell with the world at the balance with Lucifer and Michael in mm, the cage. Mm. I think Sam and Dean eventually like get out somehow. I think you're right. And then it's right. Like, I think we have to introduce God and like the God as the author. Yeah. I think it's a little bit this season. I think so too. The movie. Uh-huh. I think you're right. This is Nation. You won't know what I'm talking about. But I'm just, just come with me. There is, there is an anime very well known called Full Metal Alchemist, and it has two series. But the initial series went too fast for the comic book writer to keep up. Mm. So they kind of had to come up with their own ending. And the way that they ended it was with the brothers being separated. And it's one of those things where you can't actually accept these brothers being separated. But it ends on this note of like, they'll find their way back. And then there was a movie that brought them back together. Yeah. I feel the same kind of thing in that vein. Mm-hmm. Like, Maybe you do you do end season five and it seems dour, but they've saved the world. But like, I think you're right. There is an extra. I gotta know what happened to Aaron Paul, man. I gotta know. <laughs> it's I don't think he's gonna be really okay, but I need to see what happens after he speeds away. Like that is. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Damn, straight to Netflix. No, no, because this the movie would probably be at least five years ago. So not straight to Netflix. Limited release. Yeah, limited release. It's Serenity. Yeah. Side meta conversation because yeah. we're here. What does this do for Jared and Jess's career? <laughs> Sorry. Because, right, this is a whole different. One or both of them is ending up in Marvel and DC movies. Right? Sincerely. There's no way. Or or one of them goes the Nathan Fillion route and just casually leads television shows for yeah. the rest of his life. <laughs> I mean, I think Jared goes the Nathan Fillion route and... Jensen's in a DC movie. Jensen's in a DC movie. Or Marvel, whatever. Or Marvel. All right. I think that we sufficiently (laughs) made it to the end of that what if. But that was wild to think about. We created a really, really cool show. (laughs) With minimal help. (laughs) From basically scratch. (laughs) Season four's a carbon copy. But basically scratch. (laughs) So yeah, that's the end of this one. Thanks for coming with us through Hilitis, because it's going to be a couple of weeks. We have some other plans in the works for other fun episodes. I pitched it to Takia today, but I was like, but what if we watched the Supernatural anime? Yeah, we're absolutely going to do that. We can watch it in two parts, because it's, how long it's it? 23 episodes. And I don't know how badly you want to watch a whole season of TV in a week again, the way we used to do it for this mm. show. How long are the episodes? Twenty. Oh, they're short. They're 22-minute oh. episodes. That's fine. But the anime covers seasons one and two. It's like condensed. So basically like the best of seasons one and two with a few new episodes in there. I'm trying to find the Japanese version because on CW Seed it's in English. And for most of it, while Jared voiced Sam, Jensen did not voice Dean except for like two episodes. Mm. And I'm not here for wrong Dean. I can't live that life. I I would rather watch it in Japanese. Please and thank you. But yeah, we're going to do some other fun one-ifs. As a reminder, we're moving to Thursdays. So we will stay on Mondays through March 2nd. And then our final predictions episode will be Thursday, March 12th, which will be our first Thursday episode. Yes. Which means that the following week, Thursday, March 19th, will be the first episode in which we are recapping Supernatural for the final stretch of time. Yep. If that all makes sense. Supernatural comes back the 16th. So we'll have a Thursday episode prior to it and after it. 
I'd like to try to get these out earlier, but like, guys, it's just not possible to watch a show at nighttime and then find time to talk about it. And that like, it's not, it's not possible for the two of us to make that actually a thing that happens. But it's great. You'll have these going into your weekend to like, I don't know, enjoy, share with your friends. Yeah. Listen to it like right before the next episode to remind yourself of what's going on or something. I don't know. Be weird like me. (laughs) All right. As always, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Any of those we'll take. Tell your friends about this podcast, all your supernatural loving friends. Yes, please. Thank you for listening. If you've been listening to us, like, why? But also, thanks. You can find us on Twitter at ExtraneousPod mm-hmm. or on Facebook and Instagram at Extraneous.Pod. Pod. Yeah. Also, like, if you want to play with us, we haven't done this in a minute, but Takia is at Takia B and I am at Leah617. If you want to come play with us, because I love talking to people. Tweet at me. Tweet at us. About things other than politics. I yeah. love to talk about Supernatural on Twitter. I love with Twitter was not toxic and just fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's it. All right, stay extra. Bye.